You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. During the next hour, the Archdiocese of Chicago brings you programs about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Welcome to Catholic Chicago. Good morning. Welcome to <laughs> mask in my way. Morning. Welcome to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 7:50 a.m. Father Greg Sackowitz, the rector of Holy Name Cathedral, and co-host Mark Teresi, who is executive director of the cathedral. On number is 312-255-8408. And we are live streaming. We are social distancing. We are wearing our masks, though both we have both been vaccinated. Right. Does your mask ever get in the way, Mark? It fogs the glasses, naturally, yeah. like everybody else. But yeah. by by the way, uh, you started with giggles today. <laughs> today. <laughs> I don't know what's so funny. <laughs> it's just, could be one of those laughable days. Yeah. It's it, Well, the weather's supposed to be turning. I mean, it's a little chilly, but it's supposed to be nice in the next couple of days. They're so talking that. next Tuesday to be 81 degrees. Isn't that great? Monday to be 78, Tuesday 81, Wednesday 81. And the last few days have been very, very cold. We've had, we had snow yesterday yeah. and but, snow on Tuesday. But everything's popping. The trees are Everything popping. Everything is, is it's, really it's, turning. But it's April. April's a very funny month where you have rain, snow, hot, cold, and uh, it goes up and down. And, and, uh, and I had mentioned April's Sunday is my wife's. 39th birthday. And Mary's 39th. And it's odd because we're celebrating our 40th wedding anniversary. So Unbelievable. Your yeah. wife turns 39 yes. and married 40, 40 years. years. Well, Mary, a shout out. Happy, blessed 39th birthday. You have a beautiful, wonderful wife and wonderful we, children. We and sure do. What happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm her cross. <laughs> 312-255-8408. WNDZ 750 AM, great program lined up. United Catholic Youth Ministries is a multi-parish pastoral ministry that supports youth, young adults, families, and Hispanic Latino community in Evanston. They have four main ministry focuses, youth and children ministry, campus ministry, young adult ministry, and Hispanic ministry. Our guest via phone, Mark, do you realize that we have not had a guest in studio since early March of 2020 We're going through on 13, the pandemic. 13 months, 13 right? plus months, going right. on 14 months. So with us by phone, James Holtz, Holtzhauer Chokas, is that correct? Yes. Hello, James. Good morning. Also with us today on, uh, by the phone, Alex Roman and Elise Ramirez. Alex and Elise, good morning to you. Good morning. How are good you? Good morning. That's a beautiful name. Am I pronouncing right? Elise? Um... It's Alize. Alize. Alize, fine. Okay, Al- and I want to get the name right. And Alex is very easy, and James is very easy. And uh, now your focus is in the community of Evanston. James, where are you located with your main office? Um, our main office is located, we actually have two, the, but the main one is um, at St. Nicholas Parish. Oh, sure, because I spent six years 
next door as pastor at St. Mary's, and we shared the school of St. Nicholas and uh, St. Mary's, um, Pope John XXIII. I know exactly where you're located. And maybe for a moment, James, give us the history of the United Catholic Youth Ministries, which sounds phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Sure. And actually, Father Greg, um, you were the pastor at St. Mary's when I was at Pope John, and our second office is at St. Mary's. So some crossover there. So it's nice to hear your voice. <laughs> now, um, James, when did you open up the office at St. Uh, Mary's? Um, that would have been about... Two and a half years ago. I was going to say if it was before 2016, I was the pastor. I think I'd at least know. I would at least yeah, know about yeah. it. <laughs> oh, oh your, so your second office is at uh, right there at St. Mary's. That's wonderful. And then you and I have met then. Yes. Going back to the days when I was at St. Mary's. So, well, give us a little bit of history, James. Sure about uh, for the ministry. Yeah. Um, so. In about um, in, t- in 2016, actually shortly after um, you left, Father Greg, um, the pastors in the area talking about this idea of collaborative youth ministry, um, and in October um, of 2016, um, I would say even probably a little bit shortly after that, a few of us got together from St. Um, uh, Mary, St. Nick's, and St. Athanasius, um, which is a little further north, um, on the border of Winnetka there, and um, we kind of uh, formed a plan on how to start to do this type of ministry, because it um, multi-parish ministry is tough, and it was, um, even at that time, a very new concept. Um, and we did a couple events um, through uh, early and mid-January of 2017. Um, and then 2018, we officially launched, um, and I was hired on as the uh, first director of United Catholic Youth Ministries, and that's when it really was commissioned. Um, it took off was in 2018, and since then we've been doing all these ministries um, for all four of our Evanston parishes. The fourth parish included is Joan of Arc um, in our um, in our archdiocese and grouping. Now, Alex, how did you get involved? <clears throat> so I've actually known James since I was like eight. Uh, oh. I've been- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm 18 now, so it's, it's been a good decade. Um, I was a an altar server for St. Nick's, um, mm-hmm. starting in, like, second grade. And I don't know, James has always, you know, been around. And when I was old enough to join the youth group, which was strictly, not really strictly, but just from St. Nick's, we used to be Youth Horizons, and I'd go and... Yeah, and it was, like, really great to see this community grow and watch us go from one parish to having some joint events with St. Mary's and then eventually having events with a bunch of other parishes around. How about you, Alizé? How'd you get involved? I got involved in UCYM my eighth grade year, so that is 2018 when it first launched. And I was in religious education when James came by our classroom and told us about volunteering for the St. Nick's Holiday Festival. And following the Holiday Festival, I met a bunch of kids who were in James' class for religious ed. And all of us became friends in the Holiday Festival, at the Holiday Festival. And James said there was a youth group this Sunday if anybody wanted to come. So um, the friends that I made and I decided to hang out at the youth group. And that's how I started mainly getting involved. And then throughout the years, I've been more deeply involved. Like, 
I, I um, I got a, sorry, very nervous. No, I've you're been, doing a great job, Alexander. Yeah. I get, um, I've been involved, yeah, I've been involved since 2018. That's Mainly wonderful. just through friends. Yeah. It's interesting, as, as, you're, as I'm listening to all of you, James, when I was there at St. Mary's, I think it was back in 2015 or 2016, you were trying to get this launched even then. The grassroots go back to about 2015, am I right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So Greg leaves, Father Greg leaves, and things happen. (laughs) Things happen, right. (laughs) (laughs) He he leaves and finally gets to get things going. And we're going. On that note, Mark, take us to break. We'll, we'll take a little break, and we'll be back in a few minutes. WNDZ 750 AM, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. We're talking to the team from United Catholic Youth Ministries. Um, and when we get back, I want to ask them some specific questions about their many programs, youth and children ministry, campus ministry, young adult ministry, and Hispanic ministry. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. unsung heroes in a family. Right now, many mothers are also the disproportionate victims of the COVID-19 pandemic. They've experienced higher rates of infection and more job losses. They've had to navigate their children learning remotely while caring for older relatives and struggling to put food on the table. What better way to honor the mothers in our lives, those living and deceased, than with a contribution in your mother's name to Catholic Charities 2021 Mother's Day Appeal? Our mothers were the first to teach us about compassion and community. They were the first to show us what love and caring for someone else is all about. Help us help local moms and children who are struggling this year. Please give generously at catholiccharities.net. Hey, it's Timothy Johnston here from Liturgy Training Publications. Over the past few months, I'm sure you've found yourself at home more, whether it's working from home or watching live stream masses on Sunday mornings. As we begin adjusting to this at the beginning of the pandemic, one of the things I missed the most was gathering with friends at the parish. That's why we at LTP have created this new virtual gathering series called Living the Sunday Word. We meet virtually on Thursday evenings each week and reflect on the upcoming Sunday readings. And with that, we share stories to help us more fully reflect on the Word of God. I'm inviting each of you to join us, a group of friends meeting virtually from all parts of the country. So visit ltp.org for more information and to register. You won't want to miss this. Caring adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this, and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. 
Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's We're back, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m. on your dial, Catholic Chicago, 312-255-8408. And we're speaking with the team from United Catholic Youth Ministries in Evanston. And Father Greg, you had a question. Yeah, James, as uh, we're talking, it's all coming back to me now. How did you even come up with this concept, this idea of United Catholic Youth Ministries? Where's the, where's the origin of this, James? Um, so... The origin comes from, I think, just actually, it was kind of initiated by this idea of Renew My Church um, and the fact of parishes working together. And of course, at the time, you know, right, um, Evanston itself is so, was so far off of and still isn't activated in Renew My Church. But it was this whole idea of looking ahead to where the diocese was going and the need to um, work together and share resources. Now, full disclosure, I. Actually, 10 years full-time in ministry, was uh, I was involved with youth ministry and young adult ministry. So this is very dear to my heart that you're, you've made, all three of you have made this commitment to ministry. Um, my question would be, now you have four main ministry foci, youth and children ministry, campus ministry, young adult ministry, and Hispanic ministry. Um, maybe, Alex, could you... Tune in on one of those that you're interested or involved in and tell us a little bit more about it. Um, so I'm pretty involved with the youth and young adult ministry along with the Hispanic ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the youth and young adult right now, because of COVID, we have cohorts. Oh, okay. So once, once a month, and it switches every month. There's a certain group of kids that can go in person for youth group. Um, and so they all meet on specific days and different times of the month. And then once a month, we all meet as a big group over online since we can't have a certain amount of people in person. Mm-hmm. Along with Hispanic ministry, which... Um, a lot of our parents are very involved in. Uh, we had a Day of the Dead celebration before COVID hit back in early of November of 2019, mm-hmm. which is really great. We had a big festival, lots of food. Um, people came in and decorated altars. And we also do quinceañeras, uh, which actually one of my first cousins celebrated this past weekend, and it was it went really well. Congratulations. Oh, yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's so, wonderful. Yeah. 
And Alize, what areas are you involved in? The areas I'm involved in is youth <laughs> youth ministry, and we have. Well, I'm a peer minister at youth mm-hmm. at youth Alliance. and so I'm mainly involved in just kind of <laughs> trying to teach the young, the youth. Well, Alize, let me ask you, you this, Alize, and that is, do you find it difficult where you can't be face to face, and probably what you're doing a lot of it is Zoom? Do you find that to be a bit more challenging? Yes, I do find it a little bit more challenging because of just not seeing person to person. And mm-hmm. we're all using Zoom or we're on the phone. It's more hard to get the connection and trying to see, like, do people really understand it or if how is everybody kind of getting the concept? Because, like, I know when we were in person, people wouldn't understand it. Or we like we come back in a group and we talk about it and we have like a twenty thirty minute conversation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah. See, now, uh, you know, James, just from what um, Alize is saying, it has to be frustrating for you because we're dealing with young people. In fact, uh, any age group. I mean, Mark, we all miss this face to face. We sure do. I mean, even at the cathedral in Chicago here. I don't greet people after Mass the way I used to. Our, we don't have gatherings in the rectory or the uh, auditorium or the cafeteria like we used to. So I'm sure in the work that you do, James, you've almost had to go to Plan B since it's all on Zoom or other methods. Mm-hmm. So you've had to adapt. I, I know yesterday I was talking with a parishioner, and she was talking about you know what Father Greg talked about, meetings and stuff. But she said, you know what? Mark, the, the the thing that we all miss most is after those meetings, we would sit around and talk and catch up on our lives. And she said, once Zoom happens, it's over. You know, there's no casual uh, discussion. But J- James, related to that, as you're, you know, you're listening to issues in person or on Zoom, or what, what are some primary issues that our young folks you see are dealing with? Yeah, good question. Um, <clears throat> so right now, I would say probably the, the biggest thing um, that we have been getting a lot of questions about and dialogue are the discussions around, um, uh, like, race relations mm-hmm. um, and, you know, advocacy for people of color, um, how the church is involved in that, um, you know, which obviously we go to a lot of Cardinal Subic's statements, the USCCB has some great statements as well as the ad hoc committee. Um, so a lot of questions around that and the church's involvement, um, because young people, um, you know, from youth and young adults, um, really kind of always are checking, like, where the groups are that they're involved in, like, where they fall in those in those conversations. So, um, you know, great gratefully people who are you know, people who are really um, connected to the church are, are checking back and making sure that the church is on board you know with this um, so to speak um, you know is on board with this that's wonderful <clears throat> we're going to take another little break WNDZ 750m on your dial Catholic Chicago 312-255-8408. we're talking to the team from United Catholic Youth Ministries and maybe when we come back we could ask Aliza Alize and Alex, what are issues that your folks, your young people are bringing up to you? And why is the church 
a great environment to explore those issues. We'll be back in a few minutes. Please stay tuned. Throughout our nation and our world, people of all faiths have recently been joining fervently in all kinds of prayer. They have found that coming together in prayer is a source of comfort and strength. In this spirit of unity, the Archdiocese of Chicago has introduced a call to prayer, a telephone line dedicated to prayer. If you would like to join with another person in prayer, call 312-741-3388. This line is staffed from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. daily with parishioners from across the Archdiocese of Chicago. These volunteers are here to listen to you, offer support, and pray with you. A call to prayer includes a 24-hour voicemail and email options as well. Experience this wonderful opportunity to join with people just like you who trust in the power of prayer. That phone number again is 312-741-3388. Let's pray together today. The Word Made Clear is exactly what its name implies. It's an easy-to-understand explanation of the Word of God, the Gospel. Hello, I'm Father James McElhone, Director of Biblical Formation for the Archdiocese of Chicago. I'd like to invite you to take our free online Bible study program, by going to thewordmadeclear.org. Our website offers an audio-based guide to the Gospels of Mark, Matthew, Luke, and John. Listen to my lectures and follow along with the handouts provided. There are even discussion guides. You can also explore the biblical roots of the Mass. And there are links to a wide variety of biblical sources that will benefit both teachers and students of the Sacred Scriptures. Just go to wordmadeclear.org to experience our free online Bible study program. Again, it's free at wordmadeclear.org. It's the Word of God. Enjoy. Catholic Chicago, WNDZ, 7.50 a.m., and we're speaking with the United Catholic Youth Ministries team. And before the break, Alex, I had said possibly you and... Alizé. I know, I don't, Alizé. I'm sorry, I I don't I'm having trouble with your name. Alizé. Greg got it, Alizé. Both of you, I'm very curious. We both are. What are the issues you're... You know, James gave us his perspective. What are the issues that you're hearing, your your contemporaries are speaking about, and do you get a sense they feel it's safe with those issues to talk about them in a church environment? Alex. So yeah, um, when we used to have like lock-ins and all-nighters, there was a point where all our ministers would 
like to spread themselves out throughout the building. And you could go just one-on-one and have these like hour-long conversations mm-hmm. about anything. So I feel like UCYM as a whole, um, it's a really safe space. And like this past year has taken such a toll mm-hmm. on many people especially young people because no one's used to being inside for so long or staring at a screen for so long and so it's just nice to have a safe space outside your home and you can come in meet new people as long as, as well as um be with your old friends if you want to bring them along we i'm also the rep the youth rep for the St. Nicholas Green Team, so it's nice to bring that information back to you, group, where we have this little garden, and we've looked into different plants that are good for the Midwest, especially, since we live here, um, just to help pollinators and different insects around. So there's a lot of different things and challenges that have come So, across. Alex, is your group actually very environmentally conscious? Uh, yeah, we do the politics from, like, recycling and trash and, you know, trying to get people on that because we all have to start somewhere. Right. Allie's, that is wonderful. Alize, what about you? What what are what are your contemporaries? What are their, some of their issues that you're hearing in, in that church environment? Do you feel it's a safe place to discuss those issues? Well, since I've been to youth group since 2018, pretty much all the retreats I've been to, We've mainly discussed the fact that youth group is really accepting. So if we had any problems to talk about with anyone or any of the ministers or like James, we can just talk to them and they'd be accepting and open to us. And I really like that. And I, all of us, we could go out, out <laughs> connecting back to Alex, what Alex was saying about the hour-long conversation. Sometimes mm-hmm. we need to have one session finish up that conversation, then probably back to the next week, we're going to talk about the same topic and keep going into death. It's pretty, um, it's pretty interesting how mm-hmm. we have our conversations. It's more of a big family. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's how I consider UCYM as a huge family because we all get along with each other. And you know what? Sometimes we all, sometimes we might have different viewpoints, but at the end of the day, everyone's accepting and welcoming. And that if it's, in the church environment, we all feel comfortable talking about our situations or issues. It's very interesting, That's Mark, because I'm listening to uh, we're listening to James and Alex and Alize. Like you, I was a former youth minister at the Church of the Holy Spirit in Schaumburg, and also when I was in the seminary through Mary Seat of Wisdom in St. Catherine, mm-hmm. Siena, St. Lucy, my diaconate year. So youth ministry is very close to my heart. And James, it's really interesting, in the work you've done, at least the last five, six years now, You've tried to take the whole Evanston community and part of Skokie and bring it together because Renew My Church does talk about churches, parishes working together as a community. You umbrella it under, under the youth. Now, James, what's been, during this whole pandemic, the biggest challenge for United Catholic Youth Ministries? Um, I would honestly say at times when we had to, resisting the temptation to be together. And and I know that sounds like a, a COVID cliche in a way, because that's kind of the way for everyone. But we, we seriously, before the pandemic, were so tight-knit and 
um, were meeting constantly and doing different things that for us, you know, um, especially when it came time for special events, um, you know, during 2020 that we knew we wouldn't have, you know, it was very hard um, to figure out how to do those things differently, most of the time not together. Um, I, I will say that, you know, throughout the pandemic, um, we turned around very quickly. I, we have an incredible team, you know, with Alex and Alize and my other staff, um, you know, that we jumped on Zoom right away and, you know, had have done a ton of things um, not thought imaginable, um, you know, under a pandemic. But, um, yeah, I would say that 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 resistance when we needed to, right, to, to coming together out of uh, safety um, for everybody. So, James, how does how do the parish communities support you? The parishes support us in so many different ways. Um, they support us financially. They support us um, with, for example, our we have a, a three-year uh, leadership academy <clears throat> um, for different levels. Wow. And uh, the year one level, uh, we have a a mentor-mentee program, so we solicit um, invitations at each parish for parishioners to become mentors, um, you know, for youth who are going to be starting in that program. Um, so we always get a variety of, of people who are interested in that. Um, we have our our, um, our board, um, our advisory board, which is multi-parish, so we have a lot of ideas and, and advising from you know, different voices and different backgrounds um, from within each parish. Um, it's it's really, you know, through these years of being part of UCYM, it's been really humbling to see that you know people don't just want youth ministry as an idea or as a as a concept or just to have it, but really want to really have shown that they want to invest in this and time, talent, and treasure. That's wonderful. Now, in the last uh, minute or so, uh, James, give us a website or phone number. They can learn more about United Catholic Youth Ministries. Sure. Our website is www.ucym.org. One more time. And www.ucym.org. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, our uh, main phone number is 847-868-3520. That number once again. 847-868-3520. And maybe just one last question uh, mm-hmm. for a brief answer from Alex and Alize. Alex, what keeps you in United Catholic Youth Ministries? Um, so like James said, we're a really tight community. Um, just all the friendships that have been made and like all these relations that you kind of keep. Um, like James said, we first year as a mentor-mentee, I remember being in middle school and having that. Um, I had a great mentor. Her name was Cynthia, and we're still really close. We meet for brunch or lunch or breakfast or whatever every so often. She's great. So, again, just having the opportunity to build and meet new people and just watching the community as a whole grow. And how about for you, Alize? I stay UCYM because I like the community, and they all correlate to me as family, and I I like my family a lot Mm -hmm. at UCYM. So I stay for that reason and the fact that UCYM has pulled me closer to my faith and my religion, and I stay in UCYM because of it. Well, Ted, I think I think you know uh, Mark Alize hit it right in the head. It's kept me cl- closer to my faith and my yeah. religion. So exactly. on that note, I want to thank in a very special way James Haltower Chukas, 
Alex Roman and Alize Ramirez for joining us here today on Catholic Chicago and uh, the great program you're doing, the United Catholic Youth Ministries. To James and Alex and Alize, keep up the great work despite yes. COVID-19. This will one day come to a close. Things will be different. We take one day at a time. So I want to thank you all very much. And uh, close to my heart being from the Evanston community. Oh, yeah. And uh, so thank you very much. Beautiful ministry. WNDZ, 750 AM, 312-255-8408. Father Greg Sackowitz and Mark Teresi. The time is exactly 8.32 in Chicago on this Thursday morning. Weather's getting warmer. Stay with us and do not touch that dial. Thank you.